0: what's up y'all it's your girl niche hey loves
1: it's your girl shiba and you are tuned into make it make sense let's get it let's go
0: What's up, y'all? It's your co-host, Niche, and tonight we have our other co-host, Shiva on the line with us. I'm really, really excited for her to be here just to give us two different perspectives on these topics that we're going to be discussing. The best part, though, is that she's going to be tuning in with us every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Central and 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And on Fridays, you'll be rocking with me. Um, now, I know I said last week that we would talk about toxic family members. However, as I started to reflect on that topic, I wanted to address that at a broader spectrum. So we are going to talk about toxic relationships instead. Those can be um, your relationships with your friends, your relationships with your family members or your partners. Um, So I'm really excited to talk about that. I'm going to introduce you to our girl, Sheba, and then we're going to go ahead and take it from there. Sheba, what's up?
1: can you hear me yes we can hear you okay cool listen first of all let's talk about how you changed the topic on your girl and just came with something totally different (laughs) because um (laughs) you know toxic family that and, and and now we're bringing in anybody everybody relationships I wasn't prepared. I was not prepared for this, but it's cool. We're gonna get into it and get get into it. Thank you guys for the introduction. Again, my name is Sheba. Um, I'm excited to be here, man. So this is, um, this question, this is touchy. This is touchy and I'm gonna start with family because that's what I was on. Um, Listen, as you were talking about toxic people in your life, I want you to understand how difficult it was for me to not say anything. <laughs> the toxicity that you've had in your life over the years but where you are right now it's just it's a beautiful thing but I I, I know some people in your life that just was not good for you. Um but um family all together that's a hard subject because it's not like just having a friend that you can get rid of, like, you know, they, they come in and they're doing something that's just really off the wall. Um, then, you know, they're just, they're taking, 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 they're not giving. Um, it's easier for me to drop somebody that's not family. And family for me is not just blood that is extended. Like that's friends. I have friends in my life that are really, I, I'm probably closer to than just, um than just fam you know so um but yeah i mean this is extremely difficult but it's necessary it's necessary because then you just got toxic it's 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 unhealthy so so therefore i'm allowing you because first is you're allowing that person to do so do you think i'm right
0: i definitely agree with that i feel like in order for a person to be toxic in your life You definitely have to allow them to do that. You have to give them the rope to do that. So, in some aspect of that, the other part, the other party does play a role in how a person can become toxic in your life. Um, One of the other questions I wanted to address is Do you think that toxic people can change?
1: Um, Of course. I'm I'm a big believer in people just, um, I believe anyone can change. I now, it's is is it's up to you on how long or how how much how long you're willing to wait um, because it it comes down to when they're ready, I think it it has to be when that particular individual is ready, the spouse, the mom, the dad the the kids, no one can force um, that person, whoever he or she may be to, to kind of make that change. I don't care what type of intervention you're having. Um, they may do it for just a short period of time to kind of please you, but if they're not truly ready to, to get to that particular point, um, then it's not going to last, you know? So, but I do believe anyone can change. I, I really do. It just takes work. Change is hard work. And, you know, a lot of people don't really want to put in that work. It's hard to to change um, habits that you've been doing and that you're accustomed to doing for so long. And then you're trying to just change those habits and do something differently or do something better. I mean, that's different for anybody. Let's not just talk about toxic relationships. That's when you want to lose weight, when you want to, um, change yourself or personal growth, yeah, or definitely. make your marriage, a uh, regular, you know, relationship better, whatever you're talking about, it, that takes a lot of work, you know? So, um, yeah, I think the person has to be willing to do it, but is it possible? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. I agree with that. I think the
0: person just has to fully be ready because it's like that saying you can want something so bad for somebody else, but if they don't want it for themselves, then well, it's a your little hope and faith, it <laughs> does not matter. It right, does. Right, right. And that's just the reality of the situation. My and bad. sometimes it sucks because you really, most of the time, you really love these people, especially Mm -hmm. if they're your family, you have a different type of love for them. So just to have to distance yourself or cut them off or whatever the situation may be. For Mm -hmm. me, when it comes to toxic family, I'm not the type to just give you the boot. But Mm -hmm. what I will do is put some enormous distance between us. That means Mm -hmm. we ain't hanging out I'm not sitting on the phone talking to you. Like, if I see you, it's like, hey, what's good? You know, if we had a barbecue, you know, I might sit on the other side of the table. I probably won't pay you too much attention. But I'm just not going to allow you to corrupt my energy, period. Especially if I'm feeling nothing but positive vibes. Like, I don't need the extra stress. And toxicity comes with so much extra stress.
1: Right. Now, the
0: other thing that i was thinking about is how does people how do people become toxic people because we're not born toxic yeah. you know these behaviors are learned and i think that that comes from being a product of your environment yeah. like if you grow in a a household where you don't communicate effectively right. you don't feel like that place is your safe space you can't really express yourself mm-hmm. you're watching your mom and your dad fist fight each other. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's how toxicity is born. Yeah. Because it's, it's just like anything else with kids. Like, what you see is what you imitate. And that's just facts. Like, I yeah. see that with my own kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I always have to think about what I'm doing and be conscious of that. Because sometimes we get caught up in just us, you know, as people, mm-hmm. as women, as men, as fathers, as mothers. Just ourselves Mm -hmm. that we don't think about these little humans that are mimicking us, you Mm -hmm. know, really watching us, really wanting to be like us. So Mm -hmm. when as I sit and reflect on that, I just I think I'm grateful that I had friends like you to point those things out to me, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and just be there for me, because sometimes that's all it takes. Mm -hmm. being having a consistent support system Mm -hmm. because when you don't have a support system i think in my opinion you're more likely to latch on to that toxic situation Mm -hmm. because you feel Mm -hmm. like that's all you have right that's it like if if i let this go who is gonna be there for me like who is gonna let, who I'm gonna be able to vent to? Who's gonna help me with my kids? Like right. who's gonna help me pay these bills? Because realistically, that's Preach. why we stay. Preach. We stay because we need <laughs> yeah. help with these bills and these kids, and yeah. you know, and and that's the reality of it. Yeah. The sad part about that is that you know we stay in those situations that really end horribly. Right. You know, when you can cut ties in the beginning, it's easier, but. It's not realistic, especially mm-hmm. if it's somebody that you love. So you find mm-hmm. yourself dragging this out and dragging this out and dragging this out mm-hmm. until you find yourself in jail, like mm-hmm. myself. If we're being real, that happened to me. You know, I was in a relationship for three years mm-hmm. with my kid's father. And in the beginning, it's like, You know, you ever hear people say they fail for the potential of a person, right? You didn't fall for who this person was showing you that they were every day, you thought about who they could be what they could do what they could bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, or at least speaking for myself, you fall for that, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's you're comfortable with that. So you can't see it any other way. Right. You feel like, you have to be with this person. For Mm -hmm. me, let me tell you, like I just said, the reasons why we stay in these situations is because of our kids or financial reasons. For me, Mm -hmm. it was because of my kids, because I grew up in a house where my grandmother raised me. My mom was in prison. My dad left. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know him. So the last thing that I wanted to create for my kids is a broken family. Right. And I, I shouldn't even use the term broken now because I don't feel like we're broken. You know, I feel like I give them everything that they need. However, realistically, I have a son. So a lot of times I think about, am I going to be able to teach my son how to be a man without his dad? hmm so those are some of the reasons why you stay in those toxic relationships. Right. But when you realize that you can provide a safer situation for yourself and for your family, mm-hmm. you'll look back on those moments and slap yourself, wondering mm-hmm. why you wasted all oh, of that oh, time. Geez. <laughs> like, literally, I have mm-hmm. had to be like girl what was you thinking man. and i'm talking about this person this brother yo whatever can look so good to mm. you at that time but Ooh. when you look at them four or five years later you're like so really like this yeah. is what i was crazy for yeah. like so man it's crazy because you don't you don't see it until you're out of it and that's the reality of it so mm.
1: how do you feel anything you want to share or add mm. Man, man, you touched all of that good. Like, I mean, how does just to piggyback off your what you said initially started going into this was how does someone become toxic? And that could be so many things that could be. Listen, some people product of environment. Yeah, you know, some people's families were messed up. So you're trying to get a, a person that were influenced by a family that wasn't together. and You want them to be together. You know, this is that's, that's a bad start. It could be families. It could be past relationships. I know people that did have perfect pa- families and that were good, um, you know, mates with other people. They were compatible with people. But because they were hurt, they changed into someone totally different. Um, and, and so someone hurting you it could be just past relationships that, that do you, it could be life because life is something, man. Life can throw you all kind of things. And so life, there's so many different factors that could, could, could be the reason why someone, um, becomes toxic. There's a lot of factors for that, but man, peace of mind. If someone told me what's something, what what's the number one thing I have to have today? I got to have a peace of mind. And if in in and, mm-hmm. and if you are not in my, if you're not giving me peace, or if you're not adding to that, then we're gonna go ahead and call this a wrap. You know, but that comes with maturity. That time that comes with growth because we've all been in situations where we let someone stay too long. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. let someone stay too long for whatever reason. We love them. Um, you know, the, the average Joe, we wouldn't allow to do that, but an ex or a very close friend or a parent, or, you know, yeah. we could go down the line about who can really just not be what you need in your life. Um, and you allow them to stay there just because, you know, it could, like you said, it could be because I need to take care of my kids and this is security for me. It could be because, um, if I let my parent out of my life, then I don't have my parent. So I would rather deal with the nonsense than not have a parent. You understand? So there's so Mm -hmm. many different aspects to that. Um, But man, like personally, I've learned, um, I've been very fortunate with my family um because i'm i'm very close with my family but we don't really go past parents and siblings to be completely honest so i haven't had a lot of backlash on that end but friendships and relationships i definitely have but over the years personally i have just um learned to classify every relationship in my life and um and that's how i handle it and when i say classify i'm not i don't really think I need to let in now if they're important in my life I'm gonna keep them in my life I don't care it's it's not even if they may not be best for me even if they are toxic I am going to keep them in my life but I have a there's a method to my madness so when I say that Mm -hmm. um I classify them although I don't tell them how they're classified but in my mind I know where to put them so okay so this person just for an example this person They may be on drugs. They may be stealing. They may have been locked up. This person may have had this type of background where I can't trust them around my things. Okay, and I put them in a situation where they've taken from me, but I can't really prove they've taken from me. So what I've learned from that is, okay, I love them enough to keep them in my life. And they're more—they're important enough for me to keep them. But you know what? They can't come to my house no more. Let me meet you on a neutral, mm-hmm. yep. in a neutral place, and let's kind of keep a relationship here, where I ain't got to worry about you taking nothing from me. You know what I'm saying? Let me just put—let me not even put you in that position where you're going to be toxic in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's—if you just right. want to have a conversation and let's, you know, catch up on things, then let's meet here and do that, okay? Or second scenario. Um, there's a chick in my life or a family member or a friend where, you know what, she just has a problem with being with people that don't belong to her, Um, being with other people's property, being with other people's men's or women. So I know (laughs) not to bring you around my man. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I know, (laughs) let me not even tempt you and put you in that situation to bring you around my man when I'm not around or if you're in need and you're like, girl, I have nowhere to go. Okay, I'm going to get you a room because I understand okay, wh- yeah. how to deal with you. So if everybody else is, if this is what you're doing in your life, why am going to bring that around in me? So Because I'm going to feel pity the fool. I'm going to feel like if something happens, right. I'm a part of that decision. Shame Shame on, shame on your girl. No, no, no. We ain't doing that. I'm going to put you in a room for a couple nights where as much as I can do that, I'm going to let you know I'm supportive. But I just know how to feed that relationship, you know? And so that's what I mean by just classifying everybody in my life. So even if they may not be the best for me, because I do believe people can change and I'm coming from, that's coming from my own perspective. I have not always been the woman that I am. I am becoming the woman that uh, I'm becoming a bad woman today. And I still ain't even there, but I didn't start off this way. So My husband waited for me to get to the point to where I am, and I'm grateful for him doing that. My parents waited for me to get to the woman that I am, and I'm grateful for doing it. So that's why I decide if that person is important enough to be in my life to keep them in my life, but at a distance and classify you and know what I can say to you and what I can't. If I know you're going to spread the word and you got that mouth, let me not tell you my business. I'm going to just check in with you when I can. It's just knowing Like it's just placing you in my life where where I see fit without even letting you know but it's just for me to know how to handle that you know and so that's just where I am you know with that so I keep everybody of importance in my life but uh, there are stipulations to it (laughs) there are stipulations to it
0: (laughs) do you think that there
1: was a time in your life when you could be seen as toxic? Definitely Oh, man, definitely. I had, um... oh, jeez. Did she bring it out? She brought it out. Yeah. We here Um, to be real. Can (laughs) we be real? Well, let's speak on it. Listeners, can we be real? let's speak on it. That's growth, man. That's growth. And that's what kind of brought our relationship to where it is now. Like, I am. um, I've had women in my life that helped me become the woman that I'm becoming and so that's why it's important for me to help um other women to do that so yeah i have been toxic i have been i was a dependent at one point i would i loved being taken care of right i was educated i had a degree but if you gave me an option i would like to be taken care of and so um that was one of the things that I, that was one of my issues. And that's something I came out of, like, in my late 20s. But there was a long-term relationship that I was in for a while where if I would have been the woman that I am today, that pro- that relationship could have possibly still be thriving. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I haven't been, I haven't been good for people. Like, you know, so it wasn't any cheating. It wasn't anything like that. But I wasn't that woman. So he was working, working, and I'm taking care of the house. But if if I would have had the sense of being that woman that I am today, then I would have taken some of the pressure off of him and things of that nature. So yes, I was toxic in that sense. I've also been toxic with my mouth. I've learned temperance. I've learned how to yes. handle my mm-hmm. attitude and how to handle um, things and not just, I learned to just stop and think before I act. Um, and, and, and I'm still learning that. I believe my creator still has me going through a process of just being patient. Um, and it's working, you know, so that's, yeah, I've definitely been the toxic person before, which is why I'm so patient with, you know, people think I'm crazy for, still trying to keep people in my life that I know are not good for me right now. But my whole point of view on that is if, what if the people that are in my life today would have left me when I wasn't at my best, you know what I'm saying? Like what if they would have left me when I wasn't at my best, would I have still overcome and got to where I was possibly, but it would have been harder and it may have been a longer process. So I'm grateful for people that waited for me. And so therefore let me wait for people. But again, not at the expense of my happiness and my stress level and my, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Like I'm all, if you call me and you need something, I'm going to do that. I'm just no longer going to be your crutch like I'm not going to be your crutch anymore and I can't make you like women we have a problem with thinking that we can change people specifically men like if I just do this and if I be this woman and if I bring this to the table eventually they're gonna see what I'm bringing to the table and change no no love that's that's That sounds good. (laughs) Sounds good, but it doesn't work out that way. And so therefore you run into some of your sisters that are in relationships for 10 years wasting time with that hope and a prayer that that person is going to come around or that man hoping that that woman is going to come around because Mm -hmm. they're doing all that they can. You know, when at the end, it's a choice that that individual has to make. Um, So definitely I've been, I've been the toxic one, which is why I'm so patient um, being on the other end, to be honest. Yeah, I can agree with
0: that. I have been the toxic person as well. I think um, my problems was a lot of Mm self-sabotage. Like I've had good relationships in the past, but it's like because I couldn't trust anybody or I thought in my mind I couldn't Mm -hmm. trust anybody, I pushed everybody away. It's like the moment that a person would show me something that I wasn't mm. used to, I'd be like, "Uh, uh-uh, no, not I agree with out. that." I I'll, <laughs> I'll say that yes, So you know I'm being <laughs> yeah. real, okay? So this is real. I'm being real. So yeah. I have done that, and then I've also had situations where, like I talked about the toxic relationship that I was in with my kid's father. I've had my best friend tell me. Well, maybe you should try to tone it down. Like, don't be so quick to just say what's coming out of your mm-hmm. mouth and this, that, and the third. So, you know what I did? I did exactly what you said that we should do. <laughs> I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to fuss. I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not, I just tried to change myself in so mm-hmm. many aspects. And I did that for a while until I realized that that right. was not working. It it just it just was not working because it the problem was not only me. I might have been a part of the problem, but the problem was not solely my own to carry and change my mm-hmm. way of being. So and, and my attitude, Lord, <laughs> God is not, not done brief. with me yet. Okay, <laughs> because I am still like listen, don't don't get me wrong. Like I work on my attitude mm-hmm. daily. However, there are certain situations that will take me completely overboard mm. quickly. <laughs> and by the time that I realize that I'm out there in the water, I'm like, right, okay, right, right. maybe I need to calm down. But, it, but, the, but the damage has already been done. You know, it's, it's like you can't just take it back now. Like, and that's not who I am. Like, if I do something, I'm going to fully mm-hmm. admit that I did that <laughs> and be ashamed that I did that. But I think that that is a part of growth as well. Just acknowledging that, okay, I might've been bugging. I might've been tripping today. Let mm-hmm. me apologize. You know, let, let, I think that's the biggest issue um, in a lot of relationships today. And that's all relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, you know, relationships with your family and all that is just the lack of wanting or being able mm-hmm. to apologize. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I was raised by my grandmother And a lot of times she would do things or say things and not be able to apologize. And so instead of apologizing, she would buy me something. So that's how I knew that she realized that, okay, I was wrong. But, you know, and that made me as an adult not really care about material things because Mm -hmm. I had everything, you know, I was given everything, especially in those moments when you know you wrong so you gonna buy me whatever it is that I want when as an adult right now an apology would have been so much better it would have it would have meant so much more to me it would have made me appreciate those situations more because and then I would have learned from that learned to be able to (laughs) apologize but either way I still yeah, either way, though, I still learned to yeah. apologize. If I'm wrong, I'm going to apologize because I feel like so many times we drag mm. situations out and and you drag it so long to the point that when you look back on it, you don't even know mm. why you're mad yeah. anymore. <laughs> like You don't even remember <laughs> what caused you to get into that situation, but yet you won't right, even right, talk right. to this person. Right. You know? And I just feel like in the times that we're living in right now, life is just mm-hmm. really, really short. You know, if it can be worked right. on, work on it. If it's causing you mm-hmm. pain, let it go. Like, and it's it's, it's easy. It, it's just, you just have mm-hmm. to choose yourself. And I was not big on choosing myself. I chose everybody right. over me all the time. Like, I'm always looking out for this person's feelings or how this is gonna make them feel, ignoring the fact mm-hmm. that it was hurting me. Mm-hmm. You know, I and I guess that's a pride thing too, where you don't want to admit that a situation is hurting you yeah, or it's you bothering make you. Feel you. Vulnerable, so you, know, you just
1: feel weak at the time.
0: Yes. And but, nobody likes that. Nobody likes to right. feel weak. I that is the most ickiest yeah. feeling for me, just to be yeah. vulnerable. You know, just to show you Who I am, no filter, you know, and that's every part of me because the risk in that is sometimes people will understand you Mm -hmm. and accept you for who you are. And the very real other side of that spectrum is sometimes they won't. But the best thing about that is just knowing that, okay, that person may have not been for me. And me and you, would talked about this the other day. Like, I'm okay with knowing the fact that I'm not for everybody. And everybody is not for me. Period. I'm okay with that. There was a time when I was not okay with that. Like, I've tried to fit in with people that really, we Mm -hmm. don't have anything in common. And today, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even sit with you. So, it's just like, why did I spend all of those years of my life kind of dumbing it down, so to speak. Just kind of trying to fit where i didn't belong because i was afraid to stand out and a lot of people are afraid like you're afraid of being who you are because you want to be everybody wants to be accepted everybody wants to be loved and you know what makes me laugh is when people always say oh Uh, shame on you everybody needs somebody Like, everybody right. needs somebody. And if you don't, that's the reason why you are going right. to be so lost for every everybody year of your be life loved. until you realize yeah, everybody that you wants can't to make it loved. alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I remember for myself saying, you know what? I'm done with relationships. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. I don't got time. But it's like, the moment I find something that is a sprinkle yeah. of what I was yes. asking for, I'm like, yes. Yes this is it (laughs) (laughs) only for that to not be it (laughs) but it gives you hope those little pieces of situations and relationships that you encounter are just god's way i think of just giving you some hope just letting you know that it is out there but are you ready to be the person that you want we always say oh i want somebody with a
1: nice body that Mm. got Six figures and do you have
0: six figures and a nice body? Because uh, nine times
1: out of ten, they probably want the same thing. You can't be asking for all of this and you ain't giving it. Like, come on, you can't be asking for all of that and you ain't bringing that to the table. So, you know, that's selfish. You know, that's if you, yeah, that's super selfish. So, yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah,
0: and it's 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 not a realistic point of view. I I think I think that a lot of times we ask for things Mm -hmm. that we're not ready for. And that's why we don't get them. Period. That's why we don't get them. I remember just asking for somebody that can come Mm -hmm. and help me with the kids and all of those things. But I never was specific on Mm -hmm. the things that I did not want. So what I found is that I got Mm -hmm. what I asked for. But
1: you I was teach. not specific you with what I asked for. <laughs> <laughs> You better give this <laughs> speech. You better talk about this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just going back to the topic at hand, toxicity, I just think that you have to just be mindful of the people yeah. that you interact with if you like i said before if you love them enough if you feel like it can be worked on if you feel like you can help them not mm-hmm. be toxic then you do what you can right, right, right. but don't do the most like if you see that they don't really receive you still trying yeah. to be there and you're still trying to be who you were for them then don't continue to allow yeah. That because all it's going to do is make you stressed mm-hmm. out, it's going to make you worry if you're worrying about somebody that's mm-hmm. not worried about their stuff. That's, that's a, a problem. Big problem, yeah. That's a problem, like, and I can say that firsthand because. After I left the relationship with my kid's father, I still thought about it. Mm. I was like, okay, we're not together. Right. So where is he going to lay his head at? Like, is he going to be eating? Like, is he going to be out here doing this? But that right. was not my problem. That was not my right. cross to bear, so to speak. It, but yeah. it bothered me. And so I had to get to a point where it's like, okay, let's let's think about this, okay? I'm sitting up at night to the wee hours of the Mm -hmm. morning worried about this man when he's probably sleeping peacefully, (laughs) not knowing if I'm okay or if I ate today. Like, so why am I investing so much of myself in a situation that, you know it's not beneficial again it didn't it didn't give me anything but a headache
1: that's it that's all i got was a headache yeah yeah and that's when that epiphany (laughs) comes where you know what i'm stressing too much because they living like they out here living like that other person is usually Mm -hmm. living out here living you know what i'm saying you out here just (laughs) caged out like in your feelings for real like every day worrying and and all of this. And and, and and the reality is they call you when they need you. It's not a constant thing. Like they rely mm-hmm. on you and they call you when they need you because mm-hmm. they know you're going to drop what you're doing. I don't care if you argue with him. I don't care if you, if you give them that speech about you need to do better with your life. I'm tired of you. They still know you're going to come through. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, and yes. so they, they're they okay with accepting all that backlash you're going to give because they still know at the end of the day, you're going to be who you are, you know, they're, they're gonna, you're going to be who you are and you're going to help them. That's that crutch, you know what I'm saying? So, man, you know, I told you, I, I'm super excited, man, for, for you should be, you should feel extremely accomplished from where you were um I'm gonna just say three years ago um to where you are today man. I mean because (laughs) you you were in that and you felt like you needed to be that for that person and I'm like no like you're not going to change this person's life that person is going to change their life like and that's just the reality of it you can support them you can do all of that and so today you're doing that You're doing that, and and it and and it's so over. It's it's such a drastic contrast to where you were, to where you are now. But I felt like what you went through, and sometimes. You know, our Creator has has us to go through certain things to really get that understanding and to grasp it. But you had to go through what you went through to get to where you are. If you hadn't went through those obstacles and not being with your family and not being with your kids and see what you could have lost behind this one individual, you know that that wasn't giving you the love that you were giving. It was one sided. You had to go through that to really change your entire perspective of everything so at the end of the day you should be proud of that you know but you ain't cast him out either you still let him be a part of his kid's life you but you just ain't doing what you used to do and that's that's where the growth comes in that's where you're able to balance and take that toxic out and still have a relationship and boom let's end that on that for real because when you can have the relationship (laughs) and take the toxic out And still be able to have a relationship like, look, you're their kids, you're their father. I want you to be in their life. But us, you know, that's damaged. You know what I'm saying? So let's just make it about what it is um, and try to make it as healthy as possible. And that's where that growth and maturity comes in. And I think you kind of mastered that at this point, Ma. So kudos. (laughs) Kudos.
0: Thank you. Thank you. So I'm just going to end it on this note right here since we're talking about toxic relationships. Keep in mind that when you get to a point in your life where you've let these toxic mm-hmm. people go and all of that, sure they no. will come back. Sure no. They will come back. They will beg you. They will tell you, I'm so sorry. I'm ready to change. They will They will mm-hmm. paint this picture mm-hmm. like they're ready to be your mm-hmm. all in all. But how you can tell if that person is really changed or if they're just playing the role right is are they consistent right. in that behavior if they were a person that for example never kept right. a job have they kept right. a job for 6 months to a year like have they helped you with their kids every <laughs> day or every time yeah. that you needed them like let's be real don't right. we- actions man actions speak so much louder than words but a lot of times we fall for the sugar the sugar is all the good stuff that they say it sounds so good and they they know you so they know what you want so they're playing on those emotions and those feelings don't allow it you're better Mm -hmm. than that you deserve more just uh, be aware of those things and on that note we're up out of here and thank we we'll